Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Hey, Tony, I like video games. Well, hello there, Jake. I like video games, too. Well, that's great, because this is an episode <laughs> of Hey, I Like That Game. Assassin's Creed 2. Ooh, the critically acclaimed sequel of the uh, somewhat infamous Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, Ubisoft, man. And to make this episode extra special, we got ourselves a guest. Yeah, uh, so Jordan is the one of the co-hosts of the Movie Guys podcast. Uh, Say hello, buddy. Hey, I can't talk. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I've been That's doing a podcasting really... for years and I can't even speak. Wow. <laughs> That's a really wow. a good introduction. That's Perfect. A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. guys, I'm doing I'm doing wonderful. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, You're I am good, doing man. dandy. I'm excited to talk about this game. Yeah, it's, yeah this I is am too. Your, this is one of your favorites, right, Jake? Um, within the Assassin's Creed series, which I'm not, I'm like, I'm not like that storied within the series, but I like I. You know, I got this game when it first came out. Really liked it. I was a fan of um, what Assassin's Creed One did, and like how inventive of a game and concept it was. The gameplay sure. itself was a little bit lacking, but like the climbing in that was really compelling to me at least. So I was uh -huh. super jazzed about the second release or the second uh, game in the series. And uh, yeah. I, this is actually the first time I had played it since release. So it was a uh, it's a fun eye opening experience. That's awesome. Now, Tony, I, mean, I have. As I understand, what? you have not played a single Assassin's Creed game prior to this whole uh, ordeal. Yeah, dude. So I'm a weird person. Uh, I've never played any Assassin's Creed game until this one. Um, but I know all the games. I know kind of like somewhat, not really the details of the story, but like the like 5,000 feet in the air story, like what Assassin's Creed what, what is. is. Your, what is your impression of that 5,000 feet in the air story? Okay. So Assassin's Creed is basically like think an action adventure game, mm -hmm. but um, I wouldn't call it character action because it's not like a Devil May Cry. But it's like an action adventure game, big city. You're always like traversing historical landmark. In this one, um, it is uh, tackling Italy during the Renaissance, which is a, it's a very fascinating locale. Um, but it's just focused on parkour, like traversal and killing people and killing people. With like assassinies. That's, so. that's, uh, that's yeah. That's uh, that's a five hundred foot view, as you said, that's, Jordan. What about you? How much how much Assassin's Creed have you played? I played every single one of them, after, um, all the way up to uh, Unity. I've not played to Unity. Oh wow, Unity. you stuck longer than I did. Wow, yeah, 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 I did. And uh, this is gonna be an interesting episode, boys, because Assassin's Creed Two is my least favorite in the whole franchise. Really, that's really, why we can talk about it. So. That's okay. crazy because like the 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 um the idea that I had about Assassin's Creed, like being the person who's played the least amount of it, I thought this was the most beloved of the of the series. So it'll be interesting to get your take on it yeah. um, as like a vet of the series. Well, anyway, uh, I, I, I mean, it, it's just because I grew up with this guy. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name because he's not a part of podcast or anything, but he's mm -hmm. a hardcore gamer. Uh, he's the guy. 
I, I am not a hardcore gamer. Uh, uh-huh. to, to give you an example, I just got done beating Alien uh, uh, Isolation, and I bought that two years ago. So, okay. you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I... I play when I can, you know, being being a parent and you know being a husband and everything. So right, right. But, uh, but with uh, with Assassin's Creed Two, he always told me that guy always told me how Assassin's, how Assassin's Creed Two was amazing. I'm different. Uh, I actually <laughs> think that uh, three is the best. Uh, really? Which I want to talk to you guys about that later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but two, it, two is something that I want to talk to you guys about because, like you were saying earlier. One was a great introduction. It did a lot of great things to this new parkour thing that just was coming out. Because if you guys remember the year prior, James Bond came out with the new Casino Royale, and they were doing parkour in that. They had that cool yeah, opening this, chase scene. Yeah, this was. By the way, like, speaking of that, that uh, that uh, guy that Bond was chasing, you know, the black guy he was chasing. Yeah. Yeah. The founding fathers of parkour in real life. Really? Oh, that's awesome. So. Cool. Yeah, so just little things, you know, but yeah, but I'm rambling. But yeah, Assassin's Creed 2, I am not a fan of, so you guys take it on and I'll give you my <laughs> Well, all right, right Jimmy, well, let's, like, what is the thrust of this game? Like, So okay. what is Assassin's Creed 2 so, about, Jimmy? T- okay, I'll give you the Assassin's Creed 2 version after, uh, I'll do that first. But one thing I've really been waiting to do for the longest time is to read like the Wikipedia synopsis <laughs> of the entirety of the Assassin's Creed series. But That's... This is going to be great. Okay, so quick recap of Assassin's Creed 1. Uh, it's sort of the future. There's a machine that lets people relive the lives of their ancestors. Um, <laughs> there's an evil organization trying to find uh, ancient artifacts that control people's minds. And the only way they can find it is by kidnapping somebody and sending them back in time to find where their ancestor hid said super weapon. Also, the warring factions are the Knights Templar and a group of assassins. So that's... The premise. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Then what? in Assassin's Creed 2, um, you have just escaped the evil facility uh, where the evil people were trying to find the super weapons, and now you're with, like, some weird Scooby-Doo Assassin's uh, crew that has, you know, the Velma, the Fred, and the Daphne, and then you're some <laughs> yeah. weird amalgamation of Shaggy and Scooby, I guess. Anyway. Desmond's kind of lame. You <laughs> jump into Renaissance it. Italy, into the body of Ezio Aldatore, to try to find the uh, the super weapon called the Apple of Eden, and where it was hidden. And spoilers, the end of the game, you get in a fist fight with the Pope. <laughs> yeah, like this game. Okay, so like, from from knowing nothing about Assassin's Creed coming into it, just knowing like what I described earlier. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm this cool Italian assassin. Like this is gonna be so sweet. And then as the game progresses, it just gets, like, weirder and weirder, Mm -hmm. and then falls off a cliff. Like, the end of this game is you meet God, and then he's talking (laughs) directly to Desmond, who is is living through the... Which he's living through the memories of his past ancestor. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, what kind of time travel crazy shit is happening right now? So let me just read you the the first sentence of the premise of Assassin's Creed on the Wikipedia (laughs) article. This is all one sentence describing this. The Assassin's Creed game primarily revolves around the rivalry between two ancient uh, secret societies, the Assassins and the Knights Templar, and their indirect relation to an ancient species predating humanity referred to within the games as those who came before, whose society, along with much of Earth's biosphere, was destroyed by a massive solar flare thousands of years before the game. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? That is the sentence that describes uh, the whole crux of the series. So essentially, like... the <laughs> plot of Assassin's Creed as a whole is that there was an ancient society that came before humanity, comprised of some weird pseudo-gods who <laughs> mated with humanity and whose offspring are the assassins, which is why you get supervision. And then okay. a solar flare came and destroyed society, and now the solar flare is going to come again. So the godish people are now like digital constructs trying to warn humanity and avoid a second catastrophe. And what? That, none, of that, <laughs> none of that comes through in this video game. Right. What the fuck is that? So, Jordan, I actually don't know ever... how much of that uh, like conspires because I stopped playing about Brotherhood. So, uh, Jordan, you actually played like two and a half games ahead of me in the series. Yeah. Like, how does this like yeah. how does this ev eventual conflict play out? Well, do you guys want me to spoil stuff? Because I, I can spoil. Fuck yeah, I'm never let's, gonna play yeah, the games. Let's finish up the story and we can uh, kind of like, talk more about uh, Assassin's Creed Two as a whole. Yeah, you, guys, you guys, you guys need to play Assassin's Creed Three. And you guys need to play uh, Black Flag, which is Assassin's Creed 4. Black Flag is right. what I hear the best things about. Pirates, man. Um, yeah, but Assassin's Creed 3, the reason why this one is my favorite is uh, the third one, you are a Native American during the um, American Revolution War. Mm -hmm. And you fight in major real battles. Like the Battle of Bunker uh, Bunker Hill and all this stuff, you fight along with George Washington. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> which is really great. And the big spoiler is at the end of the movie. De at the end of the movie, uh, I'm so I'm used to review movies. Um, at, at the end of the third game, Desmond sacrifices himself. He's dead. Desmond's dead. What? Uh, to make yeah yeah to make sure the solar flare doesn't happen. Black flag. There's real. There's really no story other than the pirate story. Uh, the pirate story is so huge. Okay. You really don't go forward into time. Um, but when you do go forward into time, you're not Desmond because he's dead. You uh, you you play as a no-name character who works for the company that develops. Um, Animus. Oh shit! You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, the Animus. Um, and it's all POV. That's that stuff. Is. Okay. So, <laughs> wait. So yeah, they just oh, yeah. killed Desmond. It, 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 like, it, it, that's that's Desmond's dead like, at the end of three. That's what's so weird about this game. Like, so it's a very intriguing concept, and it feels like the natural progression coming out of Assassin's Creed Two is the Desmond story, like modern day assassination shit. Like Which that's I, what. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I want that game. Like from the onset of this game, I was almost thinking to myself. I don't even care about Ezio. Like, I want a modern-day version of it. That's this. how I feel about these games. I don't give yeah, a shit like, about what's going on in the past. I want to know the future storyline. Yeah, I want to see cool future text assassination shit. Yeah, like, 90 95% of the game takes place, like, in the past settings. And I don't really care what's happening there. Other than, you know, fist sights with the Pope. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, like, just like you were saying, Jordan, um, the... The, the, one of the cool things you said about Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 3 is that you get to fight with George Washington and stuff. Assassin's Creed 2 has this too. Like, you're best buddies with Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci. Like that, Who's that, like a super scientist yeah, that I know, builds right? you a wingsuit. <laughs> yeah! You can... 
He gives you a wingsuit. He makes a tank in the later games. <laughs> like some wooden Renaissance tank. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. You guys, like, um, if you guys like history, mm-hmm. um, you guys definitely gotta check out when you have time though. Played uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh-huh. It's after Unity, and it is uh, in London. And there's this DLC that comes with it if you buy it at GameStop where you can hunt down Jack the Ripper. <laughs> that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's pretty so neat. that's really, really, really cool. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we kind of like we talked about Assassin's Creed, the series. Let's talk about what we're all here today for, Assassin's Creed that's 2. True. What would you say is your favorite part of this game, Jake? Like, if you were going to, like, tell somebody mm-hmm. why you like this game, like, what is it? I like the movement system. I like Ugh. the climbing and that basically you can go on top of a roof and then just start sprinting and you'll be able to like make your way across rooftops like within like it it flows very nicely for me. Like I'll like be able to run towards the edge of a rooftop not really knowing what's ahead of me but knowing that there's going to be some way for me to progress smoothly with this movement. And that works really well. It makes chase uh, like being chased or chasing uh, characters, very like interesting and compelling and like fun gameplay. And yeah, then just yeah, like normal yeah. traversing is more fun. And there's like collectibles and stuff that don't really matter, but there's like I don't know. The motion in this game is very uh, it's very cool. There's really not a whole lot of other games that do it like this and do it I think as well as this. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> I agree sometimes like <laughs> when when that game is working like when you got a good flow going mm-hmm. it feels really good it feels really good but for me it always felt really like like uh, stilted like I I can't tell you how many times I jumped off a roof by accident when I was just trying to jump over to like another ledge or like there's so many climbing puzzles in the game because like yeah the, it's, so That's this like is like the big open- selling point of the game. Right, this is an open world game. This is an Ubisoft open world game. So you're climbing towers to get vision to like uh, open your map up. There's a billion side quests. There's you know a, a really big city that's pretty lively and bustling um, that you can interact with. Uh, but yeah, like the traversal for me, like just I, it never really landed a hundred percent. Like it's like even going through crowds, right? Like you're running into people, and like that will trip you up. Sometimes. Yeah, because you can't sprint through a cl- crowd. That's just like normal. You should be able to. <laughs> nope. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Is? <laughs> you know what is? You know what is fucking weird though? How like so you're climbing all these roofs, and then every once in a while you'll see a bunch of other people up on the roof. It's like shit. Roof right. Like What's there's guards just like on a random roof. Like hey, you should be yeah. up here. You should be up here. My favorite. So if you like kill too many people, the you get like a notoriety meter where like more people in the city are going to recognize you, and it's more like the guards are going to pursue you. And one of the yeah. things you can do to uh, reduce that meter is to like take down wanted posters of yourselves. And a lot of the times, <laughs> there are wanted posters like on the roof yeah. of a building. It can only a place that you're going to access. <laughs> like, who put a wanted poster three stories up on some random how, person's terrace? How? Yeah, and how is that affecting your notoriety? Because of like the two people that are going to see that. Like, oh my god, there he is! <laughs> that man from the roof, the rooftop poster. So yeah, I mean, um, that's like it's the weird. main like uh, 
Sally, like what makes this game this game different is the traversal system. Uh the combat I don't know. What do you guys think of the combat in this game? I kind of like it. They perfected like, more in three, but this is really, really good. It's um, still, it feels like it's flowy, right, J uh, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, like, it, it feels like it is, but the weapons in three is a little bit better. But this one, you know, you get the double blades, a little bit different than the first game. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I keep on talking about the third game because in the third game, when you are a Native American, you get to beat people up with a tomahawk, which who doesn't want to do that? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean like I mean like the gameplay overall is good. What I always was impressed with this is is the story. I mean, we play games because we want to be entertained. But mm -hmm. just like a good movie, we have to have a good story in order for us to keep our interest. Absolutely. And what is so good about not only this game and about what the Assassin's Creed franchise overall is is that they take something so ridiculous <laughs> like you know fighting along with George Washington or punching the Pope in the face. But you're actually <laughs> in the future. <laughs> but you're at, you know, it's, it's so good. Now I am praising the game right now, but remember you hate this. Not game. my face. Not my <laughs> yes, face. I mean, like Ezio is a character. It's, it's Ezio for me and everybody's going to kill me right now mm -hmm. is, 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 is also Leon. From Resident Evil. I hate Leon. Everybody's really? jumping on Leon. It's like everybody's jumping on Leon on Leon's bandwagon. No, it's Jill. Jill's the badass. That's the way it is. And Ezio is the Leon of this series. And it's just like, oh God. Enough with Ezio. The dude had four games. Yeah. No yeah, other right? Assassin's Creed character had that many games. I, I'm kind really of had a hard yeah. time. They had a hard time getting rid of Ezio. Like, they I'm, really did. I'm sort of with you on that. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Ezio, but like, I don't get what makes him so much more compelling than the different characters they followed. I don't know why he warrants four games, but like Altair I, doesn't get the the games, and what is it, Connor from Assassin's Creed Three? Like, I didn't. Yeah, he only gets one, the one. But like, I don't get what makes Ezio so goddamn important. Okay, so. <laughs> I was thinking about that a lot too as I was playing, right? Like I was, I was trying to understand, this is the guy, when people say Assassin's Creed, this is the character I think of is Ezio. And it's like, he's likable, but he's just kind of there, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just because he's Italian, you know? Like, he's <laughs> a fucking Italian womanizer who is also this fucking crazy assassin. Like, he's kind of got a James Bond feel to him just because he's a womanizer and he's really good at killing people um but like i don't know i and i think the charming thing for me was one his relationship with leonardo da vinci and two just like the outfit is dope i'm not gonna lie just like the assassin's creed uniform is sick as fuck right it's really cool looking there's always like the giant plot hole of like how come nobody's like worried about the dude in an obvious white robe armed to the teeth it's like yeah. right, concerned right. with him walking through the streets like oh you can just like blend in with a bunch of nuns nobody's gonna notice me yeah, yeah. like blend, <laughs> blend is the worst mechanic i never fucking use that right. at all basically what like, it is, would, you can become invisible would, if there's like a group of like three or four people okay but it never makes any sense because i swear to god i've tried to use it before and Ezio looks like he's standing seven foot tall next to this group of nuns it's like he sticks out like a fucking sore thumb like everybody would see him that should like raise your threat level if you're that close to a bunch of, bunch of right. nuns looking, <laughs> looking like Ezio. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's especially with that goatee that he had. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, like the passage of time in this game is like he goes from like it's all clean, over the place. Yeah, like clean shaven Ezio as like a little kid, and then he's like, oh, now he's a man. He's got a goatee. <laughs> you actually start the game as literally like fresh out of the womb Ezio, a baby, and there's a gameplay moment. There's, there's like a tutorial press. as a baby. <laughs> Yeah. Reminds me of uh, Fallout Three in a way, doesn't it? Right, right, yeah, yeah. Same Except thing, it like, fall- sort of makes sense with Fallout, or not Fallout- really. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Like Fallout Three, and they like Fallout Three leaned into it super hard. Like mm-hmm. the the baby part in this game is literally thirty seconds, and it's so confusing. The first note I wrote down for this game was, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, I, see, <laughs> I see a baby, and it's just like. Press X to wiggle its arm. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Am I going to use this baby again? Like, is this game about babies? Like, It'll be great if he, like, came back in the middle or something. Like, like <laughs> right? saved the day. You know, baby Ezio. But, you know, I mean, I mean, but, I mean, like, but you guys, but you guys hit it in the coffin. The, the nail in the coffin. The reason why the Ezio is so loved is because he is Bach, right? I mean, he yeah, is. Totally. He is, he is he is a good looking guy who gets the girl and also kicks ass. I mean, he's yeah. different than all the other assassins. That's what makes him so special. For me, yeah. it's been there, you know, done that kind of an attitude. It's I want something new. And right. four games, which arguably get worse after every game that he's in. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't see okay, big question here. And also kind of a big statement. I don't see how Assassin's Creed 2 is this uh, video game generation defining game. I mean, like you got – and what I mean by that is that people compare this to as important as uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 and the first Halo, like as generation defining games. I agree with that. There's nothing in this. That is adding anything new. The parkour stuff, fine, but they already did that with the first game. Mm-hmm. Halo, you had something brand new. You got the first-person shooter that came back and had a good story with it. Grand Theft Auto 3, you turned this open world into a 3D world, and you could literally do whatever you wanted to do. What is Assassin's Creed 2 really adding new to make this a generation-defining game? I don't know. That's actually a really good yeah. point. I never thought of it like that before, but that's a really good point because Wait, minute, one, of, just, one of the... Let me just what? put on my, like, 2005 hat right now. Try to, like, <laughs> remember the time way back when. You know, like, one of the things that always kind of took me out of the Assassin's Creed stuff is how much they lean into this animus shit. Because there's always, mm. like, like, invisible walls. It's like you're going to desync if you, like, go too far away. Or oh, like, yeah. Or, or the long stretches of open world, quote unquote. That's just like big Italian fields, which mm-hmm. are cool and scenic and stuff. But it's obviously hiding load times. Like that's all it is. Oh, it's yeah. Hiding load t- it's hiding a load time for when it's when it's generating this giant city. Um, but like, <laughs> sorry. There's in, like there's like one animus thing that is absolutely hilarious. It's like what, a piece of dialogue. So like it, during the game, like everybody's you know speaking in English. 
obviously, but like occasionally they'll throw like an Italian word in there. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like it's like it's kind of like weird. Like okay, like I get it, they're Italian, but like why do they say some stuff in English and stuff some stuff in Italian? But then yeah. in an optional piece of dialogue with like the the Velma of your Scooby Doo gang, she says yeah. like, oh yeah, sometimes there's a little bit of lag in the translation software. That's why you're hearing Italian now and then. <laughs> What? Are you kidding me? It's so, it's so I literally bullshit. I literally wrote, wrote down a uh a quote like like in one, in my notes. What the fuck is going on here? Why are they speaking Italian? Like everything <laughs> should be in English. Like what the hell is going on here? Like the the Italian people don't speak English in occasional Italian. Like this doesn't <laughs> fucking make any sense. So yeah, <laughs> that is the in canon reason for why people speak Italian sometimes in the Assassin's Creed 2 trilogy which okay. is a stupid thing to say <laughs> can i also uh talk about one tiny little gripe that i have with this game go for that it that ended up annoying me is it no the eyes <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a callback to uncharted 2 yeah no, it's guys, but it's like um so when you have to loot something or like open up a box mm -hmm. that takes forever and if you let go of the button it stops the whole thing so, like, you have to redo it again. It feels like it's, like, three seconds you have to hold that button down mm -hmm. to open something. And then the other thing is that, so, it gives you all these options to, like, pickpocket people and to loot carcasses when you're dead. But it gives you, like, three cents. Like, you never get a lot of money off of those things. Oh, I am like, constantly pickpocketing in this game. Oh, man, I'm so never doing easy it. To. You just hold down a button, and then every person you walk by, you get, like like five to fifteen dollars like it's not a lot but it adds up so quickly because of how it's... stupid easy it is to pickpocket people yeah like and that kind of just like leads into the economy of this game so like you could like you have a house that you can like upgrade no you have like a whole city you have a, you yeah upgrade, you have like right? city you upgrade that's a whole like separate mini game yeah like this game is chock full of things to do mm -hmm. like this is a so, like, kind of going back to it, Jordan, what you were saying about how, like, what does this do differently than um, Grand Theft Auto 3? It's like this game just jams it full of things to do that are just, like, repeatable side quests. You know, like, oh, do this race. Do a beat-up mission. <laughs> Did you ever do a beat-up mission? You just go and you punch the shit out of somebody <laughs> and then they give you money. Like, that is the whole justification. I did one of them. Where you talk to a wife and she's like, "My husband's cheating on me. Go beat him up." He's like, "Okay," <laughs> and she so just beats the shit out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the nice things about hilarious. this game. There's a lot to do. I mean, it's all these set side missions. Obviously, like there's not that much different variation with it, but there's a lot of cool side stuff. Like the city development is essentially pointless, but it kind of gives you something to do because you'll have more money than you need to use to like buy new armor. So it kind of makes like a like a fun separate thing to do, um, and then there's like this large side quest um, where you can try to get the armor of Altair, who's the character from the Assassin's Creed game before. And it's like this really super cool looking powerful armor that gives you more health. And there are these um, like each one of the like side quests for that is like a different sort of climbing puzzle. And I don't know, I really like those. Like I had a good I time with them. I hated those climbing puzzles. Yeah. I did three of them. I could. I I stopped doing them because I, I initially wanted to do them all uh, before we did the podcast. But like, I did three of them. The second one I did was so frustrating because like was that like the, I, the climbing the chapel one? 
Yes. Oh my oh, god. Are it's, you kidding? It's, that um, one's amazing. That is so much fun. Oh, that one is the most brutal fucking thing it ever. Is oh my tense. god. It is engaging, thought provoking. I cried. So many times do you want to quit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted, just didn't want to play that shit. Like, I, I was making a lot of comparisons in my mind to uh, Uncharted while I was playing this game because the climbing mechanics are somewhat similar. Like, Assassin's Creed has way more possibility, like, way more animations and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Uncharted is a linear path, right? So there's not a lot of missed jumps and, like, fuck-ups when it comes to the traversal because there's really only one path. In this game, there's you can take any path you want, really. Right. Um, and sometimes I feel like, you know, I like a more guided experience because then I know it's going to be, like, perfect. Like, there's imperfect moments in this game because of just the gameplay styles it's going for. And sometimes it really works, and sometimes it sucks. Like, one time where it worked great for me was uh, I, I, uh, I did a bunch of stupid shit in the city and got a ton of guards' attention, and I was like, fuck, and I was running away, and like I kind of turned by uh, a thing of water, and all these guards fell in the water and died instantly. <laughs> they just disappeared. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, that's awesome. That shouldn't happen, but that's totally awesome. They just disappeared. But then like I had other times where I was trying to do specific climbing puzzles, and I hit the A button thinking I'm going to jump higher to like get to another ledge, and Ezio jumps off the building and ends up like, falling into like one of those hay bales or something it's like wait, yeah. what? like why the fuck did that just happen and now i just wasted five minutes climbing up this motherfucker you know like it's not easy to do some of the climbing stuff um they, they're kind of long and arduous at times yeah 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 so jordan you you said this was like one of your least favorite like you've expressed that you don't like really like Ezio that much but Sure. Are there like like gameplay things that make it like especially uh, egregious to you, or are you just like not into the setting? Like why this one, particularly? Well, I think it's because I think it's wonderful that they introduced the two hidden blades. That's really cool. Yeah, so badass when you get two people at once with that. <laughs> but the problem is, is that I don't think it was really thought out too well. I think it was the developers saying, "Hey, let's get two blades because you know." Hey, it's the it's cool. We gotta have two blades. Yeah, it's, it's Assassin's Creed Two, dog. <laughs> two and, blades. And what I and you know, in preparation for the show, when we were talking about doing it before, I went back and uh, played the first Assassin's Creed, and they made it very, very clear that when you had your blade, your middle finger got chopped off, so the yeah. blade can go through. And they played that little joke in this, and I'm just like, okay, so you're kind of making a joke, which is fine. But then you're kind of pissing on the mythology because if it's not a big deal to not get your middle finger cut off, then why did the guy in the first game get his middle finger cut off? And why do they not introduce that? <laughs> I played, like I said, every other game up to the recent time. Not a single assassin in any of their games get their finger cut off for the fucking blades. Hey, hey, it's the future. We have flying wingsuits made by Da Vinci now. I understand <laughs> this. But, come on. It's like, it's like, it's okay. Perfect example. Perfect yeah. example because remember, I'm from Movie Guys podcast, so movies is what you know yeah. we do. That's what you're about. Um, the best sequel, and and in, in, in my opinion, is Aliens to Alien, and the yep. reason why is because they set up Subject A, 
and in the first movie, and then they pay it off with Subject A in the second movie, but they expand it to do Subject B and Subject C. Hence, to end my rant, hey, how does an alien get into an egg? Oh, wait, there's a queen. They do that. When you get Assassin's Creed 1, they introduce this whole mythology. But in the second game, they're just like, hey, you remember all that stuff that's important that you learned in the first game? Well, we're just going to fuck with you, joke with you about it, but it's not important. <laughs> like, and it's just a, like, what? I, I have a question. So in, in the first Assassin's Creed game, do they ever take a really hard turn into making it, like, mystical? Because, like, this game, like, by the end, there's, like, magic happening. Yeah. Like, the guy, I mean, homeboy's got a staff. Like, the Pope has a staff yeah, that's shooting electricity do. and stuff. And then, like, Ezio does, like, a clone technique where he has a bunch of people, like... <laughs> What the fuck is this shit? Like, totally floored me. Like when that happened, like it felt they felt somewhat grounded, and then it just jumps the shark so mm -hmm. hard. I mean, it kind of I I don't recall completely with Assassin's Creed One. You have to correct me if I get any of this wrong, Jordan. But um, as I remember, it was like grounded throughout. Then like pretty much at the end, the Apple of Eden, which is like the cloney mind control thing, is yeah. introduced, and it's just like, wait, holy shit, there's magic in this? Sort of like you know, end of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something like that. Or Kinda the like end the of end Uncharted of... 2. <laughs> like, yes, wait, there's exactly. blue super zombies now? Yeah, yeah, it's a common problem with these action-adventure games, you know? They just lean into mystical, like, oh, that solves all these problems that we set up. Which can like, be in, cool uh, if done properly, you know? Previous example of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, that's right. really cool when they open the Ark of the Covenant. Like, oh, crap, it is magical dead zombie or dead Nazis. Yeah. So, like... And it kind of worked like that in Assassin's Creed 1 as well, where it wasn't really explained, just, you know, like, you know, there's a guy with a super weapon now, and, like, you have to find a way to defeat him. Yeah. Not the Pope's staff is a lightning rod that turns you into the Emperor, and I'm going to fight you with my magic cloning copper apple, then go into a vault in which right. some mystical past-future goddess is going to speak through you. To the future Dude. guy listening to yeah. the whole conversation. Jesus Christ, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, <laughs> fellas, it's like... fellas, look. The reason why, the reason why this game is just nothing to me compared to three. Mm -hmm. And I and 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 we do a lot of comparing, but in a nutshell, bear with me here because this is this is this is a good point here for you. Got it. In Assassin's Creed Three, you start out as a Templar. Okay. Oh, really? And and you bang some chick, and then <laughs> yep. you go away. And then, and then, you, the character doesn't know it, but you, the player, knows it. The chick gives birth because she is she's Native American in the American colonies, and she gives birth to Connor, who be, grows up to become an assassin. He doesn't know who his father is. Mm -hmm. That's the whole plot of that game. Desmond's barely in it. There's none of this weird magical stuff it is literally a guy trying to find who his father is and at the last fight of the game realizes that his father is a templar the same people that he's been trying to kill the whole game and he has to go on a one-on-one -on -one fist fight with his dad who you played at the beginning that's is his dad the story. pope no his dad's not the oh, pope boring. just a templar <laughs> but like it's 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 simple it's engaging yeah with assassin's creed one it's literally a revenge plot. 
I mean, I don't know if you would agree with me, but it pretty much is just a simple revenge plot. Oh, in uh, in two, the one we're playing. No, 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 the first game. Wait, is that I? Kinda. It's kind of like a revenge Doesn't plot. It, you know it's what I mean? like, isn't like Altair kind of like messes up and like bots yeah, he messes up. Yeah, he bots. Okay, like I see it, that. Yeah, because like I guess like, we haven't hey, like talked you. about. Yeah the story of assassin's creed 2 yet but um. and then and then, and then assassin's creed 2 you yeah. get boom baby birth boom you're now a kid boom you now get in a street fight for every reason then you bang the neighbor chick <laughs> yep. boom you don't get your finger cut off because you know we're gonna make a joke about it uh boom you fight fat italian guys who like spaghetti that are borderline <laughs> racist uh definitely not borderline very racist <laughs> very racist you know <laughs> They come right from the Godfather, you know. Uh, it's it's just it was just. I can understand why people like the game because they expand upon what made the first game so successful, and I do like what they did with it. But again, overall, it's just all this wacky, crazy shit that doesn't really get talked about in the future games. Mm-hmm. This one goes so crazy. Like, there's a clear point in the story of this. So, like, the ABC plot of Assassin's Creed 2 is you are Ezio, your family gets murdered, your brother and your dad get murdered, somebody, like, turned on you, so you're trying to get revenge on that person, but kind of unravel the mystery of why were these three people killed. Then you get to, like, B, and it's like, oh, um, all these people that have been trying to help you... um, defeat uh, or like figure out who killed your family are assassins it's like oh yeah so you're totally assassin too have you ever heard of the prophet it's like wait what like (laughs) wait where did this come from and then like c plot of the game very end of the game is here there's fucking god and it's talking to future people through it's like it goes off the rails so hard and like so quickly oh my god it's it's a kind of mind-blowing the plot of this game and like how far it goes mm-hmm. um because it definitely goes places but um I, I don't know like it's still really charming though i like i really i think the game is overall pretty good uh i liked it but it's just weird it's just fucking weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i kind of had an ulterior motive for choosing assassin's creed 2 so i had this Ooh. very unpopular opinion that i've always wanted like nobody like really like nobody always like to discuss this but like tony like you were saying there's like an abc plot you know whatever is going on in the past in that particular game is usually the a plot then the b plots like you know the future stuff yeah yeah. me i always had those reversed like i don't care what's going on in the past i'm more interested in the future timeline (laughs) what's going on with desmond and like that whole like catastrophe because like that is trying to stop the destruction and apocalypse of the whole planet that's a lot more compelling and interesting to me than some horny italian guy's revenge story so uh, it's like there's the assassin's creed series has always been like disappointing to me to the point that the story i care about is only like five to ten percent of the game if honestly that. jake uh, the fourth bullet point that I have written t- written about Assassin's Creed 2, uh-huh. fourth one down, says, I instantly want a modern-day Assassin's Creed. Right? History is dumb. I like, don't care. History is dumb. History I is dumb. Shit. I don't, like, it's really cool that they try to weave the Assassins and Templar, like, their struggle 
into all of history. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I'll bring it up again. The fact that Ezio is, like, best buddies with Leonardo da Vinci (laughs) is awesome about this game, but it's just, like, really, Assassin's Creed? You're fucking just going (laughs) for it, right? Like, you're totally going for this. And then number three is the American Revolution. Completely different skirmish in a completely different time. Yep. Battle's still going here. Like, it's st- <laughs> this is still Assassin's Creed somehow. It's like, no, I want Desmond's story. Why is Desmond special? You know, like, I want to hey, see fucking future stuff. If you want to see future stuff, then you got to see uh, this Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, my so. God. Is, I, is it, I watched is it that bad? in preparation for this. It's, it's, oh, you did? It's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. I fell that- asleep twice. It like it is mostly future stuff in the movie, and ironically, in the movie, I was like, I want to see more past stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that movie! It's terrible because I can usually I can usually get through a terrible movie so long as Fastbender is in it. But oh god, it was bad. It was it was, uh, it was terrible. Train wreck, huh? That, That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, man, so. Like, if you were going to give this game a score, like, how many haze out of uh, Assassins yeah, are you yeah. going to... Like, uh, I would give... Yeah, this you, is like a passable. You go, you go first, Tony. You give us how I many... I think this game's passable. It's like, this is like three hidden blades out of five. Like, uh-huh. that's what... Yeah. That's what I'd say this one is. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, uh, what would you give this game? I mean, I would give this one two haze. Two haze. Two haze, man. I mean, like, it's 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 cool. It's not bad. I just don't agree when people say that this is one of the games of a generation, like I said before, mm-hmm. with Halo or, or Grand Theft Auto or three, or even or even hell, Modern Warfare. You know, uh, the first Modern Warfare. I mean, I thought that yeah, was a that was a very yeah. very good. You know defining generation game this one all they did was they took an idea and they expanded upon it and were like hey here's a dartboard full of shit about the <laughs> about italian let's throw it in there <laughs> you know? and then all of a sudden we get italian subs for some reason we get pizza and we get this and we get the it's Wait, just, you, you know there, there's a joke in there about coffee where he's like yes, hey have you tried right. coffee before He's like, why don't you try to put a little sugar in it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then when you first meet your uncle, who's named Mario, (laughs) he walks up to you and is like, hey, it's me, Mario. I wrote that down as shit is like green on his face. I wrote that down. I was like, how did this game do this? Really, Ubisoft? (laughs) Like, what the fuck is happening? It's like they're wink, winking, nudge, nudging into you so hard. It's fucking (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. what about you jake what's what would you give this so as much as much as we've been griping about this game on the whole i have a lot of fun playing this like it's very playable it's very fun it's fluid combat works well story has way too many flowery italian names to follow but is like on its own a fair enough thing to get, get the plot uh going and get to more different stabbing places so i'd give this uh see what kind of rating mechanism should i use I'll give this 3.5 uh, baby tutorials out of 5. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Jordan, thank you for guest starring on our episode. Do you, 
do you want to like give a shout out to your podcast? Like, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure our viewership will get will totally. <laughs> we <laughs> have six people. Fans. We have six people listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. Let me start with. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, you can yeah. check out. Uh, you can check out our show, uh, Movie Guys Podcast. You can find it at. Uh, MovieGuysPodcast.com, also on Podbean, where this awesome show is hosted on, which is MovieGuysPodcast.Podbean.com. Yes, sir. And uh, Twitter, MovieGuysPod, whatever. Uh, myself and Eric and Ed, we talk about the newest movie that comes out that week. And by the time this episode is released, I don't know if, if it's going to be the Wonder Woman time or whatever, but yeah. we just got done doing Pirates of the Caribbean. That was a very good episode, so check it out. But thanks for having me, guys. Awesome, yeah, yeah. thanks, bud. We'll have to uh, come on your show one of these times. We'll, we'll have to pick a pick a movie out and, and discuss. Oh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have a we're going to have a busy freaking <laughs> summer. I can tell you that. <laughs> that that uh, interview you guys got. What was um what was his name again? The guy from um the Christmas Christmas store. store. Yeah, Zach. Oh Moore. yeah, that was Zach so Ward. Cool. Yeah, I was super excited when you when I saw you guys got that interview. Like, if anybody's listening to this, you guys should check out that episode. It's pretty fucking cool. No, yeah, I mean, like the the dude was so chill. Uh, not to make yeah. this episode ridiculous, we don't really, we did not uh, talk about it on the movie guys show. We, you know, we try to handle professionally as possible. You know, with just doing the interview and then the next episode we do our show. Yeah. But the dude was so chill. Um, my my uh, phone rings and it's from a California number and I answer it. I'm like hello. I think it's telemarketer. He's like, hey, this is Zach Ward. And I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. and, you know because because I uh, not only my big fan of Christmas story, but Zach Ward was uh, you guys have heard in the episode. You know he played Nikolai in Resident Evil Apocalypse. He yeah. was in the show Titus. You know the, I the, love the guys Titus. I know yeah. right. He was Dave's Dave. You know it was Titus's brother. So I'm a fan. And so I was like really excited to talk to him. So I talked to him on the phone for about half an hour. And I said, hey, uh, Zach, you know, we're not going to bring up a Christmas story because I'm sure that's all you ever hear about. And uh, so we're just not going to bring it up. And this is a fun story to tell. And he goes, you know what? You're the first person to ever interview me or is going to interview me who said we're not going to talk about the thing that made me famous so guess what we're going to talk about the thing that made me famous hey oh! and i was like shit and uh he uh he was really chill about it he was really cool um we talked to him for over an hour and a half but we only released an hour of an episode but yeah hell of a good guy uh check out that episode yeah zach ward uh but we're gonna be i might as well spoil it here oh um, movie guys Movie Guys is going to be uh, interviewing the Empress from Never Ending Story. This what? Month. what? So we're going to be interviewing that lovely lady. That's awesome. Mm. Cool. cool. So Big we're excited for that one. Yeah. So yeah, there but uh, this show is awesome. Um, hey, I like that game. It's a part of the Be Real Network, which is associated with Movie Guys Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, this is a great show to get on. Um, we appreciate you guys downloading the downloading their show, and yes. I had a great time with it too. So you guys close out your show, of course. I've talked too much as it is. <laughs> yeah. No such thing, impossible yeah, for you. So, so um, if do we know what game we're gonna play next? Like, so we have a couple ideas flown out there, but like, yeah, Tony, why do don't we, you why don't you tell me what we're playing next? Okay, I really think we should. I know 
We've been talking about Oblivion because uh, I haven't played any of the Elder Scrolls games before. Right, and Oblivion uh, holds for, a very special place in my heart. Right, right. And like, I think we should do that, but I also really want an excuse to dive back into Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Like, I really think that would be a fun one to do. Like, let's flip a coin. I'm going to flip a coin right now. Gonna flip a coin. Oh, man. We're going to flip a coin on this. This is coming down to fate, buddy. All right. I'm just surprised you have, like, coins handy. I guess you do have to use laundry. <laughs> laundry, man. So we're living in the city. All right, here we go. Heads Heads is going to be um, uh, Oblivion. Tails is going to be Legend of Zelda. Boop. Bam. Tails. Legend of Zelda. Oh, shit. So Damn. we're going to be trying to do this uh, with another guest, right? Because as far as I understand, Tony, you've played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time before. Oh, I've played it so many times. And I know you've played it so many both. times. I that I would that would be like one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game. So what we're gonna do now, and we're gonna actually put him on the spot a little bit right here. So uh, one of your uh, co-host and our mutual friend Eric, uh, Shoddy Sim, uh, he has never played a Zelda game before, and he agreed to uh, to play Orcarina of Time. Uh, if we got him on the show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna twist his arm a little bit and, and make him play that game and get, get him on our next episode. I'll make sure to let him know that because I'm not a Zelda fan, so he will have. Oh, to. you're not a Zelda fan at all? No way! No, well, then... no, no. It's okay. I'm a jerk. What are you gonna do? <laughs> all right. So, well, yeah. uh, uh, I guess our next episode will be either Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time if we can get that to work, but uh, Oblivion as a or... fallback and. If you want to reach out to uh, Tony I or the show as a whole, you can uh, our email address is hey I like that game at gmail.com or uh, we're on Twitter at I like that game. Yep, yep. Uh, that's I think that's it. Do we have a song? Do you have a song prepared, Jake? Um, I did not write a song this time. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, I got. I got. I have literally nothing. Improv skills zero, zero. right now. Well, <laughs> Jordan, thank you for joining us on this episode of Hey, like that game, and giving us your thoughts hey, on Assassin's Creed Two. No problem. Take care. Bye. Stay strong. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs>